The ugly side of our humanity. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends, and I hope you had a good weekend. We're getting started again uh, into our Bible study this week, and we're moving on in Luke chapter 22. We just have a little way to go yet in Luke's gospel before we move into chapter 23. Uh, You'll remember we've been in chapter 22, which all centers around um, the night of the Last Supper and the activities leading up to Jesus' arrest, all of these things prior to the crucifixion of Jesus. And today we move on in that account. We will be studying verses 63 through 65. Um, And packed within these little verses, we get a glimpse of human brutality, of the ugly side of our humanity, um, and the treatment of Jesus by the Roman guards who are in charge of uh, holding him in custody until it's decided what the authorities will do with him. And um, in just these few short verses, the tremendous brutality uh, that was present is both mind-boggling and heartbreaking. And uh, we'll get into that in just a few short moments. But before we get into the text, uh, let's um, go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Uh, I thank you for a fresh start and the reminder that each new week... um, is an example of the way that your mercies are new every morning. And Father, we cling to that truth and we cling to that promise. Uh, We make mistakes. Sometimes we blow it, Lord. Uh, Sometimes we we really drop the ball. Sometimes we fail big time. And uh, what a tremendous reminder it is that in your mercy, uh, every day is a fresh start. Every morning is a new beginning. Every moment is a new beginning in you, O God. And Father, we pray that as we start a new week, uh, we would enter this week with renewed hope and renewed expectancy uh, as we see your hand at work in our lives and in the world around us. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that we would have the courage and insight uh, to meet you in your work and that we would have impact for you this week in the lives of others. Uh, that you bring us in contact with. Heavenly Father, we pray also for our time of study, that our time in your word would be productive and fruitful for our spirits, and that you would grow us in a Christ-like direction more and more to be like your son, Jesus. And we ask all these things in his name. Amen. All right, this is Luke 22, 63 through 65. The men who were guarding Jesus began mocking and belittling him. They blindfolded him and demanded, prophesy, who hit you? And they said many other insulting things to him. Ah, sir, powerful and um, uh, unbelievable words on a certain level. Uh, Luke paints a scene for us. Jesus is now arrested. He is now... um, um, being guarded by some Roman uh, soldiers who are responsible for keeping track of him and uh, who are responsible for um, uh, holding him in custody until he's brought before Pilate and Herod, which comes very soon in the text. But uh, in about three very short verses, they prove 
um, how brutal a group they are. Um, we know that it is not uh, something uh, that um, is a comfortable thing to be arrested and to be in the custody of uh, one's government. Even today, as civilized as we think our world to be, uh, there is still rampant prisoner abuse in our justice systems, um, in our correction systems, the world around. Um, If you're unlucky enough to be arrested in a foreign country, conditions are often horrible. Your treatment is not um, the least bit... uh, certain. Um, A couple of years ago, a young American student um, was held in custody by the North Korean government for removing a government propaganda banner and uh, was massively mistreated, beaten, abused. Uh, His rights were trampled on as an American citizen and he was sent home later to his family um, close to death and then ultimately did die soon after coming home. And it's a tragic thing, and that family and that young man, I'm sure, uh, desperately hoped they could get those moments back before he made the decision to do that. Um, And it's an awful tragedy, and it's a terrible thing, and it's emblematic of just how brutal uh, the corrections systems in most countries are and even in the United States prisoners are often mistreated and uh, nothing new under the sun right Uh, here we are seeing Jesus arrested uh, in the custody of the Roman government and being mistreated Uh, Luke tells us that those who are guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him they're belittling him and they're abusing him Um, And Jesus, as we know, uh, was uh, calm at his arrest. Uh, Some of his followers tried to amp things up. Peter chopped off the ear of one of the soldiers, and Jesus restored his ear uh, to perfect condition. And he uh, um, went with those who arrested him without without a sound. Uh, And so... He was um, compliant, and he did not put up a fight, and yet here he is being mocked and belittled and beaten uh, by these men who are in charge of holding him in custody. Uh, They blindfolded him, which is a mild form of torture, and they um, started mocking him and his claims to be the Messiah, to be uh, the anointed one of God by saying, prophesy. Who hit you? And so they took their turns abusing him and punching him and um, making him feel small. And uh, they said many other insulting things to him, Luke tells us. Um, This scene breaks my heart. This is my Lord. This is the one who ultimately took this abuse for me. Um, in the grand scheme of God's justice, for sin to be redeemed and, and for atonement to take place, uh, some perfect thing had to die. Um, and in the Old Testament um, atonement system, um, at the time of atonement, people would have to offer a perfect lamb or a perfect dove, an animal without spot or blemish. That animal would be killed and its blood would be spilled out on the altar. 
Um, and the priest would go through a ceremony of atoning for that person's sin. And uh, the act of that um, blood spilling, the act of that perfect life being killed uh, was uh, emblematic of the coming of Jesus and his death for all of us on the cross. Something had to stand in for us. Some perfect thing had to stand in for us and blood had to be spilled for God's justice and wrath towards sin to be uh, atoned for. And that's the whole purpose of the cross. And Jesus is taking our abuse and our punishment and paying our penalty uh, so that we could be uh, freed uh, from our sin and free to follow God with hearts that are no longer guilty and ashamed, uh, but have been set free by the grace and mercy of the cross. And this is no cheap grace, and this is no uh, cheap price that was paid for us. It cost Jesus everything, and it cost God everything. And uh, we ought not take lightly what Jesus went through for us. And this is a reminder just at the very beginning of his time of arrest of the abuse that he endured on our behalf. I'm humbled today as I consider these words. I'm also humbled to think about the fact that we live in a world where prisoners are still being mistreated and abused, that um, uh, governments can't do the simple job of arresting people, providing for their basic needs, providing for their basic protection, and not doing further harm to them while they're in the justice system and their fate is being determined. Uh, I would say at a minimum across the world, some very basic things should be implemented that protect prisoners from this kind of abuse. And yet we know this kind of abuse and far worse uh, continues to go on in prison systems around the world. And we should care about uh, how people are treated. Um, and we should care about um, creating justice systems where justice can be done in a right and fair way. Uh, on the basis of uh, the due penalty for the crimes that were committed. And uh, we should have some basic dignity about the way we care for people in our justice systems. And I think we should be mindful of the fact that there are people who are in jail uh, facing um, uh, the penalty for crimes that they did. And so the penalty is a rightful penalty. And there are people in our justice system uh, who have been arrested uh, unlawfully and unnecessarily, and we should be mindful of the needs of those people and the things that they suffer while they're in incarceration. Ah, it's a tough thing, um, and Christians ought to care, and Christians ought to have a response to these things. Um, and this is one way that we can speak truth to power, my friends. All right, well, thank you so much for taking time to study today. I pray that these words would continue to stir within your hearts as you consider them today, and especially as you consider all that our Lord did in rescuing us from the grip of sin. All right, my friends, God bless. Thanks again for listening.